Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting through what I eat in a day and go deep into the details of my life and why I choose the foods that I do. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I hope you're having a fabulous week and enjoying the deep dive into the details about what I'm eating. To get stuck into this episode and do just a really quick recap of the series so far is I've been talking through the details of what I eat in a day and I started with giving the context of I'm a 37-year-old mother of two, registered nutritionist, running two businesses, the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic and that I, I struggle with just a general daily routine. But as it turns out, I do have somewhat of a routine going on with my day. And I just then in the second episode chatted through just all the different food ideas and things that I eat. Um, And you can see that there's a lot of variation that go throughout my day and and my food choices and that my food choices are based on um, a number of different things that are going on in my life. And, And that's the thing that I really want to emphasize in this episode is the complexity of food choice. And so it is not just nutrition that influences what we eat. And in fact, it's a very small or minor influencer of our food choices. And the more stronger influences of food choices are things like uh, taste, familiarity, availability, price, like cost, um, and then and your skill in the kitchen, like your ability to prep and create different food and, and meals and snacks. And so when we think about our, our eating habits and trying to change them, and we, you know, we sign up to a, an online program that has a meal plan for us, we often find that really difficult to follow because the foods can be unfamiliar to us. They might require cooking skills that we don't really know how to do or we don't do frequently so they feel challenging for us you know it might cost a lot of money might cost a lot more following this meal plan than what you typically eat and it also might not be food that you enjoy eating like you that you just don't like the taste of that food and so I guess I just want to talk through I guess more the key principles that influence what I eat and you heard that detail of what I eat day to day um, yesterday and and so now I'm just going to like tease that apart a little bit. And I guess my goal in in yesterday's session is that I hope that I've both inspired you with some healthy ideas, you know, for, for lunches and, and different snacks and things like that. But the other thing that I hope that I've done is taken the pressure off you to achieve a healthy day according to Instagram or social media, because I actually think that that wellness online has really distorted our idea of what healthy food is and what healthy eating means. And it's distorted it so much that we often never feel like we're measuring up because we don't feel like we're, we're doing it good enough. But as you can see, like I eat pretty simply and basically um, there's nothing crazy fancy. There's no activated nuts or kale smoothies or charcoal things. You know, it's it's really quite 
simple, normal eating that I do. And I've found that to be the best way to maintain my weight over the years, to stay you know, healthy and feel good about myself. And so here are the key nutrition principles that I'm I'm focusing on ach- achieving each day. So I'm aiming to get in at least one piece, if not two pieces of fruit. I've talked about on the show before not being a great fruit eater. I'm just, I don't always enjoy fruit. I feel like I've been burned by bad fruit. You know, like you bite into an apple and it's just flowery and gross or you eat one strawberry and it's delicious and then the next strawberry you eat, it's sour. Ah, oh, I just hate the unpredictability of fruit. So, but so my goal is to just get one piece in there and I incorporate it in a range of different ways, like in the fruit and vegetable blend that I might have in the mornings or a banana for morning tea or a banana in my smoothie later on in the day or some mandarin in the car on the way home, something like that, right? So I, I just try and get in one, at least one, if not two pieces of fruit. I'm aiming for five or more veggies a day. Like I'm really focusing hard on getting hitting my veggie quota. That for me is is key. If I do that, I'm often feeling nice and full and satisfied after lunch and dinner. I'm rarely snacking and I'm feeling pretty good. I'm also aiming for minimally processed protein sources. So like chicken over schnitzel and, you know, some a nice steak over sausages, things like that. But I do enjoy a good processed meat. I have to be honest. I love chorizo or something like halloumi or something like that. So I, I try not to eat these things frequently, but then and just enjoy them occasionally in the context of a nice healthy day. So lots of veggies and things like that in the meal. I'm also aiming for high fiber carbohydrates. So I use a high fiber pasta. Um, the Veta do a high fiber white pasta because my family refuses to eat whole meals, whole meal pasta. And I just have decided to pick my battles with that. So I just buy the high fiber white pasta and it's great. Um, whole meal crackers, grainy breads, like beans and legumes, um, potato with the skin on. That's how I'm getting my high fiber carbs in. And healthy fats like olive oil, avocado, nuts. And I actually love high fat food. I just love the mouthfeel. I love cream and aioli and sauce. And if anything, I would easily overeat those things. And so I do try and moderate my intake of those foods because I I like to add a lot of them to my meals because I just enjoy eating them Um, and and, and focus on eating the the whole food sources like the avocado and nuts, et cetera. But I freaking love aioli so good. It's so yummy. On top of the nutrition principles that I'm focusing on in my day that's sort of outworking, you know, in a number of different ways is that I've also got a number of key mindset principles that I'm focusing on achieving each day. And so they are that no food is off limits. And the thing that I find fascinating is that I've been doing nutrition now since my first, I started my first degree for 17 years. And I have a master's degree now um, and we've been doing nutrition and working in nutrition for the last 10 years. And like, I don't recommend that cutting anything out. Like, I don't think you have to cut out carbs or gluten or dairy or nightshades or anything. Like, you will not hear any kind of food rules like that from me. And that's after 17 years in a master's degree. I've just got no evidence to back myself up to say that to you guys. Yet there's unqualified people that pop up out of nowhere and then they have to cut out everything. And I just think, yeah, like why is it that – so maybe, yeah, I just have a think about that. So after all this time, I still 
I still have found no evidence to to change my advice around cutting foods out. So I suggest you listen to the ones that are saying stuff like that. But the other principle around like no food is off limits is that I'm an adult. Like I can eat anything I want. Like I I can eat something if I want it. But then what I do is it's like I can eat it if I want. I've got chocolate sitting in the fridge that's been sitting there for weeks. I can eat it if I want it. I love chocolate. It's dark chocolate with like a mint center. Someone on um, Instagram, I love them so much, one of the members of our program messaged me. She was like, mint chocolate is the devil. And I was like, I love how polarizing mint chocolate is. I love it. I love mint chocolate. Right. I can eat if I want it, but I, I spend some time deciding if I truly want it. I frequently am like, do I want chocolate? I'm like, oh, nah, I'll eat some tomorrow. Right. Whereas if I dieting and I've done that in the past many years ago, I'll be like, I shouldn't eat the chocolate. Oh, I'll stop. I'll eat it now and then I'll, I'll, I'll not eat the chocolate tomorrow, right? So I'm delaying the restriction and then eating it now and then I'm just end up binging on it or doing silly things. So there's no rules for me. I can eat something if I want it and then I just decide if I truly want it or not. Another mindset principle is that my food doesn't have to be perfect or look good for me to be healthy or to be a good nutritionist. How's that for an interesting thought? But sometimes, you know, like I said in the previous episode, like if our food doesn't look good enough or pretty enough. Like we kind of feel like it's not healthy enough, but that's just silly. Like, yeah, it, food doesn't need to be Instagrammable or have nine different vegetables in it to be, to be healthy. Even if you've got two, two veggies in there, right? Just, just do what you can do and any kind of progress in the direction of implementing the principles nutritionally that I've outlined previously is a good thing. One of the other principles that I use is that forethought and thinking ahead helps me make more nutrient-dense food choices because I've got healthy food available compared to when I haven't thought ahead. And so this is all about meal planning. And often when I say meal planning, people have these preconceived ideas of having a Kiki K like planner on your fridge and every meal spelled out and recipes in like a little filing folder and it's all like pretty and organized. But that sort of meal planning system doesn't suit everybody. Meal planning is literally just thinking ahead. It's this forethought of what am I going to eat tomorrow, the next few days for the next week and and making that choice ahead of time so that you can then have the food available to you when you need it. And so if my diet quality has dropped and I've relied on convenience food or I've grabbed something quick because we've run out of time, it's, it's just purely because I haven't thought ahead and thought I need a meal for when I come home from football training and then head off to to puppy school or something like that, right? And so it's that forethought is so, so valuable to ensuring you've got the healthy food available, which then means that your diet quality can stay consistently good even when you're busy. The last two principles are I'm relying heavily on skill, like food preparation skill, chopping vegetables, cooking meat and fish, flavoring foods, right? These are all skills that I've developed over the years that feel easy to me now, which make the food prep of healthier meals feel easy and achievable. Someone said to me the other day, Kate, I just want easy and healthy lunchbox meal ideas. And I said, yeah, all right, no worries. But then I also said back to them, I was like, well, what's the definition of easy? Because to me, chucking in a yogurt, cutting up an apple, cutting up some carrot sticks, you know, boiling an egg, making a chicken sandwich, that feels easy to me, but to someone else who doesn't have those skills, you know, who doesn't chop fruit and veg regularly or doesn't know how to boil an egg or, right, that actually feels hard. So 
easy is a subjective term that is affected by your skills and your abilities in the kitchen and around food. And so developing the skills around food prep and feeling confident in the kitchen is vital. Now, you don't have to be a master chef or even be into cooking or even like cooking, but it does bother me when I meet people who are like, I don't like cooking, and I, but I want to be healthy, but I don't want to cook. I don't like it. And I think, well, I don't like washing or mopping the floor. Like you just have to do it. You don't have to like it. You just have to do it. You need to have some basic skill in the area and it will help you put those nutrition principles into practice. The last mindset principle that I'm applying is listening to my body. Now, this stuff is key because I can know what to eat and how to eat and when to eat, right? But if I'm not listening to me, like, am I hungry or am I full? Am I tired? Am I thirsty? Then I'm not, I'm missing kind of a key part of the whole process. And so I like to think about, you know, healthy eating being the center point of good nutrition information and knowledge overlapping with good skill in the kitchen and and meal planning with then listening to your body. So it's like the sweet spot where all those three areas overlap. Because when you're listening to your body, you're then able to, to make food choices in the context of that, knowing what you know about nutrition and then, um, and thinking ahead. So Those are the key nutrition and mindset principles that I'm really trying to engage every day that help me eat well. And a lot of this stuff now is quite automatic for me, but it's something that I've just spent time slowly growing and developing as part of my life. None of the way I eat is is obsessive or regimented. It's very flexible and fluid and it feels good because I don't feel like I'm restrained by rules, but I have enough structure and knowledge to to feel confident in what I'm eating and to know that what I am choosing to eat is going to help me achieve my goals. And this is exactly what I really want to help people achieve for their own lives. So I hope that that has helped articulate some of my food choices. Tomorrow, I'm just going to get stuck into some more mindset stuff around behavior and prioritizing yourself. Um, Talk about my own struggles and challenges with that. Have a fantastic day team and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.